Just a couple of quick announcements before we dive into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. Merry Christmas to those who are celebrating around the globe. We at the Basically Good Podcast want to wish you well uh, and Happy New Year as we come around this corner. Um, I do want to give you a quick heads up uh, as part of the announcements this week. We will not be missing a week for content. We've been fast at work recording and making sure we have something to give you every week. So keep your eyes peeled for those. If you got long drives to and from the airport or if you're traveling at all by car or by train, um, you'll have content to listen to throughout the remainder of the year. We had a nice long week of fun things last week. We had What's Going On Here on Wednesday as well as our movie night. We watched Die Hard on Friday, both very fun events. Congratulations to Carsonus for the meme of the week uh, in the Discord. It was a very, very good one. We posted it on Instagram because we just thought it was so so freaking funny. Uh, but uh, those are back up and running. We're going to send Carson some stickers um, as a little prize there. If you have any fun meme ideas in your head that are coming from these most recent episodes, drop them in the Show Memes channel uh, for a chance to win some stickers and uh, for a chance to appear uh, on what's going on here for the meme of the... I keep saying meme of the week. Meme of the month showcase. So we got some good news. Uh, the pint glasses, the... Wizweiser Pilsner glasses are on their way to our shipping department right now. Uh, we're going to get those out to you guys this week. It's going to be close <laughs> whether or not they arrive by Christmas. But for those who have ordered them, they're going to be on their way. Probably, I'm assuming they're going to get here the 21st, 22nd. Um, so those will be shipped out right away. Either the 22nd late or the 23rd. We'll get those out and away. If you'd like to run over to basicallygoodpodcast.com slash shop. You can grab yours as well. All $25 tier supporters on Patreon at the Distinguished Hero level. We'll be getting those for free, at least one of those. If you'd like to buy another, go ahead and check it out. We have received a new patron. We're going to give it up this week for the patron of the week, Madison. Maddie, I know you are very behind on episodes, but Maddie is a good friend of mine. I met her here in the great state of Portland, Oregon, the great state of Portland, uh, and, uh, she's actually my barber. So, <laughs> uh, she is a, a, a good friend, small business owner as well. Uh, and, uh, is, uh, just jumped on uh, to support the show, to support the business and to, uh, get some, some goodies and a little welcome package. So Madison, thank you so much for your support, uh, of the basically good podcast. We thank you so much for, for joining us here in this little journey. We are very close range closer, closer to our goal of $500 a month. Uh, we are at 465, I believe, right now. So just a couple more $25 tiers, and we will be at goal, uh, which unlocks so many goodies for the incoming year and really just puts us in a fun spot uh, for next year's Patreon or Patreon 2.0 as we are approaching kind of the reveal of that here in early 2022. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash basically good podcast. A $5, $10, $25, and $50 tiers are available as a bunch of goodies. Uh, and most, more importantly than anything, this is the best way to support us. If you are a longtime listener uh, and uh, want to support us, this is the best way to do it. We also have our merch shop, which I mentioned earlier, basicallygoodpodcast.com slash shop. Uh, and if you just want to follow along to see what's going on, give us a follow over at basically G pod on Twitter, basically good pod on Instagram. We have a Facebook page as well as a discord. The link is available on our link tree on our 
Twitter profile. So go ahead and check that out and, and join us in the Discord. We've had a couple people join recently, and we're having a lot of fun with our uh, weird tools, our Epic RPG, and our Discord cloud, as well as uh, a lot of fun chatter that happens throughout the week. So we'd love to have you there. We'd love to chat with you, get to know you a little bit better there. Good interaction with, with us on uh, weekly episodes and uh, our monthly Bangarang Gang show as well. Uh, we like to chat it up there. As we wrap this here, we want to again thank you from the bottom of our heart. I want to give a special shout out to our international listeners today. I know this is the end of the, the announcements, and a lot of you skip ahead and just get to the end so you can listen to the darn episode. But for those of you who have been listening in Ireland, in Brazil, in Sweden, in New Zealand, in the UK, we want to thank you so much. Uh, for your support. It does not go unnoticed. Um, I want you to know that we are looking at those. We talk about you all often. Um, and so even if it's just a couple of you out there listening, we want you to know that you are loved and hopefully you feel safe and welcome here in the Basically Good family. We thank you so much for uh, your support, your listening support. Um, and obviously those stateside and uh, in Canada, where we have lots of listeners as well, we thank you so much for for your support as well. It's been an amazing year. Uh, and as we wrap the year, we just want to give you a, a, a well wish, a good wish, a well wishes, if you will, um, as we roll into 2022 here. Thank you so much for an amazing second year. And as we wrap into the official year two in February, uh, we have so much stuff to reveal for you. And we're excited to celebrate just another amazing year, basically good podcast. So thank you so much. That's all the announcements that I have for today. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We open to a blinding light, cutting through a pitch darkness. Vote. It's time. In the shadows of a damp and grungy cell, we see a pair of two hot coals staring back at us. There's a sound of boots against stone, the rattle of chains, and then a haggard and bound Lucian Vote is brought to his feet and led through the threshold. We hear a loud whirring sound and then a flash of purple light. And we're back in the war room of the breach. Order of the nail sigils line the walls and pieces of hell knight plate lie scattered across the floor. Paralicta vote. I believe we've done it. Signifier Cromwell and a young Lucian vote stand over a small set of hell knight armor fused with gears and cogs. The helmet is raised to reveal a mechanism and a pulsing soul stone where a person's head might go. Cromwell extends his hand towards the armor, but is thrown backward as the helm slams shut and the armor springs to life. Vote draws his sword to attack, but the armored Hell Knight begins to stampede around the workshop, knocking over racks of armor and boxes of scrap. What's going on? Where am I? The sound of a young girl screams from the helm as the automaton flails wildly. Vote approaches with his sword, watching it cautiously. Who are you? The automaton stops, staring at Vote. Kent, where's my mom? Where's Aunt? Boom. There's a blast of magic as the suit of armor goes flying across the room into the wall and falls to pieces. Useless. Signifier Cromwell brushes his robes off and approaches the crumpled automaton. 
It's not your fault, Paralictor. You couldn't have known this stone held a child's soul. But nonetheless, for this project, we will need real fighters, not children. Cromwell bends down and plucks the soul stone from the helm and tosses it in a box where other soul stones are littered and reads experimental. Come now, we have more souls to test. We are back in the thick of combat and some new players have entered the field. Bursting forth from the doors of the smokehouse, we see a humanoid figure wrapped in a black cloak. But in between the pieces of cloak, we see an amalgamation of scrap metal, bone and flesh. And along the arms of this humanoid, we see there is a spiked chain that has been thrown forth, catching the wyvern by its neck, wrapping around, and then strangling it down to the ground, releasing Aaron. As this seven-foot-tall Frankenstein-esque monster walks out from the smokehouse, we also see behind him is a abnormally pale and slender humanoid male, also wrapped in black clothes and dark medium length hair. He dusts off his fine garments with a bored expression and turns to face Aaron on the ground. And then his eyes drift over to one-eyed Amnon. <gasps> Whose turn it is? We need some, some help here with this one-eyed Hemnin fellow. Please, Levi from Attack on Titan, help us! Tell me that's not what he looks <laughs> it is, like. It, it, that's it what he looks like. That's, that's what he looks like. like. All right. Come kick ass! Yeah, Wait, so I forgot excited. the tone is really dark. What like, is... We're like half dead. Yeah, yeah. I, I see we've got Calarian Urkel with uh, one-eyed Hemnin in the middle. But uh, what are your HPs? Is someone knocked out? I, I am can't remember. 16. Okay. I am knocked out. One death save? I am okay. on the ground. Or have I you made a death save dust. Um, I'm pretty no. sure he non-lethaled me. Yeah. Non-lethal. Oh. He's trying to take you guys in. Okay. I'm going to take this guy's in. How about that? All right. Uh, and we do have, it is only one-eyed Amnon the leader of this batch of Scarlet Triad slavers. And we do have one more slaver sneak on the field next to Frizzigig. But starting with 
One-Eyed Amnon attacking Urkel. I'm assuming you're not prone? Or are you uh, prone? No. Not prone. But I think I've already used ferocity. Yes, yeah. that's so right. So one you more and I'm down as he's dying too. Okay. And with that, I will remind everyone, it is Merry Christmas still. Oh, yeah. I hate you, man. I hate you, man. All right. A swing with the old great club for a 30. 30. Actually, 32. 32 hits my AC. Four. Only six points of bludgeoning damage. I rolled very low, but you are knocked back down. Okay, back to prone. And then he is going to kick. Okay, I am going to nimble dodge on this one. Oof. Okay, that's a 25. Does not hit. You I, are prone. Yeah, I did so nimble dodge, so I went back to... It was minus two and then back up two. Well, hold on. Is it prone minus four? Did we discuss that? It's not good. Not good. Not looking good. I don't man. know if I'm getting it confused with blinded. But let me take a peek at prone. Didn't we, didn't we look this up last minus time? I think it's two like minus two to attack rolls. Um, but with... No, you're just flat-footed. You get a plus four to range attacks. Right. Okay, nice, yeah. Nice. So this is... Um, this says nothing about not being prone. No, you're just flat-footed. Anything, yeah. so I can use the Okay, reaction. so it's a miss. Okay, and then last attack for another kick in face. That is a 30. That hits. No freaking With way. With a minus 8 or minus 10. What is it? Minus 10? Uh, minus eight. 8. I rolled I rolled high. Yeah. I rolled a 14 and then the front the flat footed thing. So. All right. This is man. Low low dice rolls. That is going to be a thirteen bludgeoning. Doesn't matter. That does it. Dying two. That does it. You are well. He he is going to non-lethal you. Then so does that minus his attack more to non-lethal hit? Te technically, but I think we were house ruling that oh, you okay. guys. Never mind. That's fine. We, right. I, I, as long as you declare it. And rules I see what you're as saying. written, right. it's a minus two to attack to like take him out non-lethal. Right. But we were there was so much gray area with that with your party. So I said, if you finish someone, when I say like how do you finish them, you have the choice. You have the freedom to say right. if you kill them or if you knock them out. Okay. So that's what I'm doing with him too. All right. So I am. Urkel is unconscious. And that is his turn. And he locks eyes on Frizz. Clary, you're unconscious. Yes. Your turn has passed. Now it is the sneak's turn. And he is going to... I think he's just going to straight up attack Frizz. Uh, 
for a 29. That, that hits. All right. We've got 11 piercing damage. Ram the 83. And he is going to faint you. So that's a natural 20. Man, oh man. End of his next turn. What? So you what, what's he doing are... with his hands? What, what, what's that? <laughs> Pulls a coin out of Frizzigig's ear. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it's another wizard. It's a... <laughs> and Aaron, look sadly, at <laughs> that's only... <laughs> that is only a an 18, so... 18 damage? No, faint, no only an 18 to hit. To hit. He, he oh, his after arms the faint. Oh, okay. Completely... Yeah. Just blinds for the gig with his finesse, and then just looks <laughs> yeah. around. He, he just David Blaine turns around, stares at the camera. I imagine when Frizz like turns around to tell Aaron to watch out for the the magic user, Wait. he just like <laughs> he like accidentally dodges it. Uh, you um, throw lightning okay, that is... all day, but you can't just pull money out of the air. That's crazy. What is that? He, this guy makes crazy. money. If you can pull money out of the air like that, then why is the government in a recession? Come on, we can solve all the world's problems. No one knows who the real Frizz is. It's one of us. Oh, man. All right. Frizz, cool it is your turn. <laughs> it is your turn. Two party members down, two new weird people. In oh, yeah, Clary's down for anything. <laughs> huh? You said it was whose turn? Oh yeah, Glare is down ready. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It, it is your turn, Frizz. Oh, um, that is great. Try uh, Frizzy Gig is going to um, double slice at old uh, One-Eyed Marty. Um, okay. Not his name. But okay. I forget his name. That's fine. Uh, do an alchemist bomb, and then a blight he's a, bomb. He's, he's got a he's got a biblical name. It's like Absalom or something. One eyed Abner. Am Amner. Amner. Abner. Yes. One eyed Abner. Abner. Yeah. All right. Uh, and um, the Alchemist Fire is a, is a natural twenty. Oh, so that's Christmas. That is Christmas and the Christmas card. And the second one's a thirty. They're combined. Uh, nice. Thirty total. One eye Abnin's about to have no eyes. About no eye to okay. the abyss. He's going to the abyss. Inner, chance. Energy eye, might, man. energy might. If it is an acid, cold, electricity, or fire, deal triple damage. Triple, so triple damage. Max triple damage Energe for Max. Max. Let's go. Max triple damage. Okay. And then don't you add it with the damage from the other hit? Uh, they combine for the sake of overcoming. Uh, like yeah. resistances and stuff, but that one would not also be whatever. No, it yeah. wouldn't be crit, but you would add the crit to that damage. Just do it for fun so we get a big number. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, just kill this guy. Hey, come on. The first two uh, rolls in the D8 were uh, eights, and the last two were ones, which I think is really funny. Uh, well, you don't, yeah, you you don't, don't roll, roll it for max, max damage. damage. It's max damage because it's Christmas. Oh, that's because we're doing Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah. yeah. You just win. So Jance was saying just, okay, just make, okay, the, make the die from the second um, Alchemist Fire also max. 
Just like do all all eights. One hundred and seventy-five okay. damage. Okay. okay. Well, no, I was saying roll the roll the second hit. Yes. And then add it to the already. Maximum. And then to okay. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking. What is this? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. okay it's fine. Let me grab his health. Um. Eight hundred damage. Nine hundred thousand uh, damage. Me, 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 me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys get that reference now. <laughs> what? That is. Come on, I showed you that 60 video. Sixty points yeah. of damage. You, you one. How much? How much? Sixty. Sixty. How do you finish? <laughs> one eye Amnon. Um, I think even though technically you threw the alchemist fire first, uh, I think maybe the uh, maybe it's like a um. Oh no, this is what he does. So he throws the alchemist fire up in the air. Be like, oh look at this, and it's like a nice like slow the dodge and the guy's like, What? And then, and then the blight bomb comes in and smatters everywhere. And I mean, it's just, you know, blight bombs are like gross and stuff. But then the alchemist fire uh, lands on top of his head and everything else ignites even more. Like it, 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 it ignites all of the blight stuff. Uh, and then he just, um, uh, I, would, I would assume maybe attempts to scream, but all of the oxygen is being sucked up by the inferno raging around him. And, uh, and he probably, Jesus. yeah, so he is not, he's, uh, burning to death, but probably honestly oh. suffocates from oxygen <laughs> deprivation first. Oh my, that is okay. I don't want to hear shit about how brutal I've been recently. That is the most <laughs> yeah, brutal dude. KO that has ever happened on this show. What the I was just fuck? thinking through it, and that's kind of how it would work, honestly. Like, yeah. I've never thought about that with explosions. I, I, I hadn't either until freak. just then, but like, if you he caught on fire, that's like mouth. totally what would happen. He opens uh, his mouth, and crazy. his lungs collapse because the fire just. Immediately, <laughs> yeah. All right, he's, he's, all he's he is dead. Okay, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> uh, Frisic, was that the end of your turn? Um, you threw two bombs. Yeah, oh, I guess he's uh, in uh, is getting pretty ragged at this point. I think he wipes some. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of. You know, it's like the whole. Uh, main character wipes his mouth with his knuckle uh, and I think he just upends his last elixir of life over Urkel's mouth uh, while staring into the eyes of this one last lackey standing in front of him. All right. Uh, Welcome to Frizzigig's cooking show. When I cook my baddies, I like to do a nice reverse sear. I make sure they're nice and caramelized on the outside before I put them in the oven at a nice 375 for at least two hours. <laughs> or I guess technically uh, Guppy would be doing this, actually. Um, <laughs> right. Thank you, Guppy. Because uh, he would need to. Urkel, um, Urkel gains your 30 turn hit points. Is next. 30. Okay. And Urkel. that is my last elixir of life. Wakes up. Pissed that this is he's down again. Sees that Frizz is in harm's way, potentially. Stands up. Move action. Flank. Can I go behind him? I disappeared into the abyss. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Urkel's gone yeah, off the map. Fine. Oh no. Hold on. There I am. I'm like there. I'm on the other side of him now. Okay. Can, I have to be diagonal, right? That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So I'm diagonal. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to... Oh, I have to pick up my weapon, too, though, huh? Yeah, so okay. just action, punch him. Action. Just punch him, Zach. Yeah, punch him! I leave the weapon Do on it. the ground! I punch oh him! God. Here comes! <laughs> Holy... Oh, God! <laughs> United States of That Spanish. is 34 to hit. He's flat-footed. Oh, yeah, baby. Boom! Oh, man. 
I wish we I, maybe I could still go back, but we need to find out who has the biggest critness. That is who true. really crits their pants, you know? <laughs> Silas, write down. Silas, how much was your bomb worth? It was like 62 crit? Uh, yeah, well, that was like two, that. actually two attacks. Um, the crit oh, was... Right. Uh, nope, nope, that's not right. It would just be max damage times three. Um, well, it's also the splash. That is true. Uh, so it was 54. And then there was also technically six persistent damage going on. I don't Ooh. know how you want to calculate that one. Okay. Um, I guess six of that would have been guaranteed to go through. So 54 or 60, depending on how you want to count it. I will do 60. Yes. Okay. Now. Frisket currently Urkel, I hate him for... Uh, <laughs> critting your loincloth is disgusting. It just falls <laughs> out. Uh, just like blows the long. Okay, I see. I hit uh, thirty-four to hit. That is a hit. Okay, actually, that's a crit because you're flanking. Holy cow! Uh, okay, so I rolled for damage, two d four for the the hand wraps, and I rolled fours on both two d fours. Wow! Uh, crit miss without the K. I don't know. So I do. I still, <laughs> do I do double damage? On those dice? On the No, I thought it was only like Nat twenties. Was that right? Or is it all crit? No, nat nat twenties is the only ones that are double that are maxed maxed. Max. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying no. Do I roll the D the damage dice twice for the yeah. crit? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Still, really? Not precision I'm, damage. I'm getting all nope. No 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 no. You only roll one more damage dice. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Alright. But you 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 double your damage bonus. Okay. Yes. Alright. Even re weapon specialization as yes. well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Jeez, holy cow. Pathfinder. Uh, okay. Whatever oh, the number is, you add That's it. ridiculous yeah. amounts of damage. I did 32 damage on a punch. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Punch. How do you finish him? <sighs> that is a... While Frizz is like... Looking at this guy, I'm just kind of like slowly getting up, you know, mega headache time, and kind of like moseys behind this guy. And as Frizz and him are just engaged in this like staring contest, he draws his weapon and it just gets a tap on the shoulder. And I just like rear him around, like camera angle from his eyes as the fist just straight into his face and blackout. All right. It's not lethal. <laughs> Wait, I don't is kill it lethal or not? No, I'm, I'm saying he's just, he's down. Okay. I'm just messing. Okay. I want to take him in well, and sell him at the black market. In that case, combat is over. Are we sure about these clowns, huh? This guy right here? I'm, you, still, I'm still unconscious. Oh, shit. By the way. That is true. You see the, the seven foot tall chain wrapped monster guy. Just kind of stands gawking, just like doesn't really like you just like Aaron, you look up at his eyes and he does have eyes, but they're just like milky white. They don't really look like they're looking at anything, but he's just standing there. And this cloaked figure behind him, again, shorter, something like a 5'10", skinny and again, abnormally pale man walks over to you looks down at you and just a very very faint grin extends his 
hand. Uh, thank you, my suave gallant knight. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, sorry about your compatriots. Um, and don't please don't kill me. Or enslave me, please. I, I believe I owe you all thanks. We all heard you spring your attack from inside. And then as he's saying this, you see there are um, people kind of spilling out of the of the smokehouse, but they all look very different from him. Not a, like all of them are um, mm, Ravenelian, I guess you would say, but they all um, look similar to uh, the fisherman disc who has now uh stepped stepped his level one toe out from behind the the brick wall and is joining his townspeople uh but you see them all spilling out uh they look a bit roughed up the most of them are all shackled um but they're kind of getting out of the the smoke and i believe your obscuring mist you know has faded or dissolved and he says but you have my thanks. My name is. Halika Shadeborn. Halika Shadeborn. <laughs> Tenant of the Umbral Court of Nadal. Whoa! Bows. Cool! And this, and this is my servant, Kavin. And then Kavine. the, the, he says, come. And the seven foot tall horrifically built humanoid walks over and says Kevin so you say (laughs) um, do not worry so he is a extra planner ally of mine oh very nice he means you no harm can I touch him (laughs) don't scratch the paint you could even scratch the paint. And he <laughs> pulls out, pulls out a uh, the like sharp part of a chained, like a um, mm. like a chain whip that he has on his side, and he like just straight up like stabs this dude in the gut, and just kind of blood leaks out. But the guy reacts, doesn't react at all. You're talking about what? the Kavine, the giant guy, doesn't react. Kavine, yeah. Kavine. I don't. I Aaron don't says, like that. Uh, that's a weird show of partnership. Uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, you must understand me. We are not partners. He is my servant from another plane. Yeah. Now, as for yeah, like planner, as like he for, casted planner ally. Right. Is oh, that, that makes what yeah. better chance? Yes. He casted planner yes. ally. That definitely doesn't yeah, make okay. it even worse. I think Aaron and him might view that spell differently. 
Right. Um, I Aaron says, I, I'm, w we let we'll go with you. Just let me heal my friend first. Yeah, and Urkel I would is like gonna to heal Calera. <laughs> Do you have okay. a heal? Do you want to blow that? I have a potion that I can drop. Sure. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. Unless we need to max up, you think? I just don't want you to have to waste it if we just want her up right now. Uh, sure. Okay. While they're conversing, Urkel is going to drop the body of the guy that we just knocked out, the little rogue, and uh, head over to Frizz and um, <clears throat> say, <coughs> thank you, Frizz, I think two or three times for saving my life. I'd appreciate it. Let's get Kaleri up. As he's reaching into his uh, um, bag to grab a moderate healing potion, pick up his uh, sword cane, and get Kaleri up. And then we'll head over. Yeah. Um, I think he kind of helps him and also then begins heading over towards... Because, um, I mean, he doesn't have any more healing stuff. There's not really anything he does. But I think he leaves Guppy with Kaleri. And he's like... And make sure she doesn't bite it. And um, uh, and then Guppy immediately with his tiny little robot arms starts trying to do CPR, but doesn't do anything because he weighs five ounces. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, knowing full and well that Clary is fine at this point. Uh, and I think he goes over to, um, oh, hey, to Aaron to kind of see what's, what's going on at this point. Helica. Shadeborn, long title, super sick title. Kind of already started to forget what it was. He'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> super sick and title. This is his planar ally. All right. Uh, because I'm still trying Why to figure that out. Why does he have a hook Helica in his stomach? Seems to be that can't be good. Somewhat violent. But I, I, I here, Helica. This is Frizzy mm -hmm. Gig. I, I meant to ask you, are you ne'er do wells? <laughs> or are you good guys? Do we need to like fight you too? Or like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clary uh coughs. Hey yeah, I'm <coughs> Morning, sunshine. Dear gods. Oh dear gods. Oh thankfully you I'm I'm glad you all could take care of the business side. Fought off two drakes, a, a, a warthog, and several soldiers. I'm glad you could take care of two measly Nobody thinks about the person bad stabbing was... the baddie in the back. Oh, or they bleed out. Goodness. They just think about the claws. They just think about the show. Working two here, Kaleri. <laughs> oh, you're going to talk Urkel. like you didn't just get a Come whole fucking chapter oh, about you. Kaleri. There's just these ne'er-do-well yes. looking loves you. people. <laughs> That's a no, fine no. jacket. I, you can all rest at ease. Me and my servant here uh, me, mean you no harm. We are foreign diplomats of Nidel. Uh, do we know anything about Nidel? Give me a society check. Ooh, of course. I would like to. Right. Seven, Ooh, that's a good one. Four. Uh, 34. Okay. I will tell you that Nidel or sorry, Nidal, um, is one of the oldest surviving nations of Avistan, which is kind of the big continent. Ooh. And just some brief history for you. 
it was founded during the Age of Darkness 10,000 years ago, which is the age right after the Age of Ashes. And or no, I got that mixed up. Age of Ashes was after Age of Darkness. And it they the people that were lived there that were plunged into darkness were saved from the deity. Actually, Aaron, give me a religion check. Okay. Twenty nine. They were saved by the deity Zan Kuthan, mm. which I believe three of you should be very familiar mm. with. I know Zan Kuthan. And yo, where Leoria? Where Leoria? And Leoria, yeah, Leoria from or Leori from mm -hmm. uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne that we played. But Zan Kuthan saved these beings by uh, I don't know if it was all of them, but they welcomed them into the shadow plane and they eventually turned and in, turned into Kyle's also known as fetchlings. Yeah. That's what term, I figured. I figured they which were is what our friend Tarkon was. Right. And anyways, they're from Nidal. They are yeah. uh, overseen by the immortal black triune, which are three immortal beings. Uh, and then they are a part of the, umbral court which is kind of their government and so he is a diplomat of the umbral court from Nidal and you would know that Nidal is you guys are very close to the border of Nidal it I believe it's also close to Isker so you're all still in the same kind of region uh, but basically the whole the whole company the whole country worships um, Zonkuthan like which you know Zonkuthan is the god of torture and pain right. and like misery. Also, so, Shaylin's is also Shaylin's half brother. True. You guys have a secret handshake. You already know it. Just do it. Just do your half of the secret handshake. If you listen to Honor Roll, I think we talked about it, but um, mm. that is basically like what this guy is, is what Tarkon was supposed to be. Uh, Does for, he have eyeliner? Um, I think he has eyeliner. I don't remember exactly where, but like in the shackles area. I listened to <laughs> this uh, guy definitely has eyeliner. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy <laughs> listens. His life song. is what Tarkon uh, fled and and became um, uh, a pirate, uh, not by choice. You know, if anything, if the if the Saltigars ever do right, anything evil right. in your canon chance, yeah. it's Tarkon's fault because he didn't let Dick be captain. So. You know, like okay. what the heck exactly. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, blame the captain. Oh, yeah, blame, blame the guy the with all the power. Tells everyone to do stuff. <laughs> um, no, but he uh he kinda so you all you you know you do we understand this. right? Like we get why he's kind of all brutal on this summon. Yeah, you you would know that like they Zonkathon is all about torture. Cock and ball torture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it is It is all about kind of self- you have to cut that I know. Shit. Cock and ball uh, torture. Like, Self-mutilation. Right. And, and, and kind of the, the pleasure and numbness of that. So anyways, but you would know that's why they're, you know, he, he's very nonchalant about this, right. but to you would be barbaric, but you, you know, it's just part of his culture or you would assume. Right. 
And yeah, you you point out for Zagig, I think, about the the blade or the end of the chain that's inside the gut of this guy, and he says, "Oh, oh yeah, I get it. You put it in not, because you like not it hate. because it Her- like heritage, uh, not yeah, hate. It's, uh, heritage. In big air quotes, he says because it's like worship or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get, I get it. I I don't expect you to understand, Goblin. Oh, I um, understand." This servant of mine, he is a Velstrak, and he is not just any Velstrax, he is a Sacristan. And he's a Christian? Uh, I will <laughs> A Velbro Christian? He's uh Sacristan. Ah. If I need if I need to pull out the Nidalese Dictionary, I will. That sounds fucking no, dirty. Fellow I don't Christ know what follower. you said, but it sounded dirty. <laughs> we, the, the, the salty dogs, are also Christian. <laughs> we are Christians, too. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm also suck Christian. I haven't been to church in years. <laughs> well, I'm coming over. Sadly, these, these are the most unfortunate of the Velstrax, and they... Uh, usually is assembled of scrap metal and bits of flesh and darkness with no nerves. So he doesn't feel a thing. And he kind of just like pulls out the chain and the guy's totally uh, unfazed. Kavin is a Velstrak, a creature from the Shadow Plane. Specifically, though, he is a Sacristan. They are formed from darkness, scrap metal, and nerveless flesh. And he, like, pulls out the end of the spiked chain. Blood trickles down the stomach of Kevin. And he makes no movement as if nothing had happened at all. Please, please don't do that again. I understand that the Nidalese ways may bother you. So my apologies. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. I didn't I didn't like it's fine. Um so what happened here? What's going on? <laughs> In my culture, self mutilation is a sign of worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You you had mentioned Sir, that you're a diplomat from not too far away from here. What's your story? What happened here? Why were you inside the building? Well, first things first, why do you have a baby in your hands? This, I found this on the side of the road, and I'm going to take it back with us to our demiplane. Just, just, just a, cuts just over a to child. Earth and he's holding a baby. The chi- there's a scar I on it. its forehead. We'll have to well, figure out what that is. When major life events happen to us, they also have to happen to our characters. This is my second yeah. child. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't know I had a first, did you? Strange. Zach is, yeah, is daddy game. I am holding baby Sleepy Baby as we RP here. Mm. Sorry, okay. team. It is very cute in case you were wondering. No, but yes, I have come from Nidal to represent the Umbral Court. I'm making my way to Katapesh. Katapesh. To ease, ease tensions. When I stopped here with these townsfolk, they 
I was on the edge of town, as I know that Natalie's travelers are not necessarily most welcome. But when the slavers came, they had no such prejudice. And through me and my Velstrak in chains along with the villagers. Uh, to co- go back to what he said initially, uh, what tensions in Katapesh? Do we know anything going on in like the nation's politics at all? Well, I guess I guess we don't really. Like, why would we have? A I mean, reason to? unless I'm sa- I'm asking, is it like something that's been going on for a long time? Would we know at all, or is this a new thing that we should just ask about? As I mean, as I guess we're pondering this, Clary has just woken up and is kind of like lumbering over, <laughs> um, and like hears the tail end of the conversation, and says, "Oh, God, so." Uh, thank you once again for uh, the part you played in saving us, but um, you both look quite strong. How did they, how are they able to to put you in chain and, and bring you here? Well, to be quite honest, I was a bit amiable. Once they Once my servant, Kevin, laid waste to about, I don't know, five or six, they eventually got the best of him and, um, well, cut him to pieces, as it were, and I just went along with him. But these slavers did not know that as a sacristan, Kavin has some regenerative abilities. So I've been biding my time in the smokehouse, waiting for the right opportunity to escape when we all heard fighting outside. And when he mentions that, you guys look over and the spot in Kavin's torso where... uh, uh, Halika has stabbed him is just now it's gone. Whoa. There's no sign that it was ever harmed. Mm. I'm glad that you're on our side. I'll say that. Yeah. I still don't like it, but it's yeah. We, uh, <clears throat> I'm good. This is weird at yes. all. <laughs> so what are the Elidirian executors doing? All the way here in Ravenel. Eladarian executors. Hmm. Is he gauging this off of our like clothing, or is this something that he's heard? It sounds like. Sounds like he's heard. Where did you hear this phrase? How do you know who we are? As a diplomat of the Umbral Court, I have. I have made sure to look at the surrounding countries and keep up with their politics and well it's on the lips of many in my country that the Lord Mayor of Eladir was slain along with some other nobles and businessmen alike 
some even from Chiliax. I've heard tell of a half-orc, two elves and a goblin acting as adventurers or mercenaries have been somewhat in the area, though I had no idea you would be all the way here in Ravenel. No, 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 you heard it wrong. You heard it wrong. It was it was two elves, uh, uh, half... Wait. Yeah, as a half-orc, I think, and... Uh, That's what and I am. It's like a gnome, uh, and they're called... And a gnome. Uh, <laughs> smashing the boys. Uh, we're confused <laughs> with them all the time. Yeah, it's the little guy and then the big guy. And the the Eladir smashers. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we're... Oh. No, that wasn't us, though. I see. We are the far superior uh, group that travels along, even though their their name gets out everywhere. It's, yeah, crashing the toys. Crashing the toys. I was going to say that I was honored to be in the company of such mighty heroes, but I guess gotcha. I'm left with that. Uh, you fell for it. It was a joke the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that was us. Yeah. Now, you must know as a diplomat that stories that are on the lips of others are construed. There probably is some truth baked in there, but it was a scenario that we didn't really have any control over till the very end. Now, tell me, uh, before I answer you, before we answer you, um, could you fill us in on this high tensions in uh, Katapesh that you're going to work over, ease over? Katapesh is recently... I've been saying Katapesh this whole fucking time. It's not... God damn it. I thought it was Katapesh. No, Katapesh is where... It's Kentargo. Oh, Kentargo. <laughs> Katapesh is uh, Aaron's place. Yeah, Katapesh is Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, okay, cool. We'll follow two leads at once. Easy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, what a dumb bee. No, he says... <laughs> as as you may know, Kentago is a recently freed city from the House of Thrun rule. Now that they the country of Ravenel has gained their independence, there are a neighboring force to Nidal. And to put it nicely, I don't believe they aren't they're not accustomed to our culture. And I am merely here to represent the nation and to speak of possible trade routes to be connected from capital to capital. I'm on my way to meet with fellow diplomats that have taken other routes. To Kentargo, but my specialty is that of the offering of Velstrax as possible servitors to the nation of Ravenel. I know that Velstrax are not denizens of the material plane and are rather unsightly in most company. But with a bit of instruction and guidance, looking over at Kaveen, I believe they serve as great servants and guards that I think the city of Kentargo 
would greatly benefit, having roaming the streets, perhaps. And with your history and your current career path, do you believe that these negotiations will be going well? As for the trade routes, I believe there is something that can be worked out, though I am a bit pessimistic going in. As for Velstrax being welcomed with open arms in Ravenel and Cantargo, no. But I have, <laughs> I have learned that by planting the seeds early, in years to come, I, be, I may one day reap the benefits. Can I run an insight on this guy? I just want to make sure that he's speaking truths. Yeah. Cool. Because I'm not really wanting to spill the beans on why we're here, I don't think. I don't know what you guys are feeling. Insight's a 28. Not high. You get the impression he's being honest with you. Okay. Anyone else have any questions? All good, Ronnie. Now, Frizzigate definitely has no desire to continue talking to this person. <laughs> After everybody gets done kind of talking, uh, her face is going to contort a little bit, and she's going to look down at the ground, um, and she's going to say, um, as you were taken in by these slavers, did you happen to... Did you happen to see another elf around my size, similar skin tone, same eyes? In, Holy cow. Any kind of transports that you were put in or, or maybe even in the smokehouse? Uh, us Momengi elves are not very common up here, so I'm sure you'd recognize him if you saw him. I must apologize. I have not seen any elves the appearance that you speak of, as you can see, and at this point, everyone that was in the smokehouse is kind of outside, and um, there might be uh, a halfling, um, a half-elf or a dwarf or something, but for the most part, they're all humans. Uh, and you obviously don't see anyone of Moengi um, nature. Did, did your slavers mention anything about... Um a weapon or a sorcerer or anything like that? Not that I heard, but why don't we ask them ourselves? Yeah, we and, literally have a guy. And he's going to walk over to the charred corpse of One-Eyed Amnon. Speak with oh, dead, shit. Wait go. a minute. Yeah, speak with dead, dude. And he is going to sit down and he says... This will take some time, but I have a ritual that will allow us to ask our recently deceased friend here some questions. And he begins to kind of start drawing some runes in the dirt around the body. Cool. And at this awesome. point, at this point, you guys see your good friend Lepin, Lepin Dietz, come up to you and say, Sirs. Mrs. I can't thank you enough for rescuing my people, but the, these aren't all of them. I've just, I've just heard that 
There are more. More to that large barge. And he points to the coast, to the docks, where you see the big warship. It's kind of, I imagine it as one of those big, like, Viking raid ships, you know, where they have, they do have sails, but they also have this oars below decks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hear, you, you, like, see in the distance people lumbering about. Slavers in the same garb that you just dispatched here. Does it look like they're so about I, to depart or does it look like they're like, yeah, like how urgent um, is it? It they it looks like they're still tethered and one could think that they're like waiting like. I would imagine you guys like walk over to some like like through like a street or two over so that you can see. But the people at the ship would not have they probably would have heard a commotion, but they don't see you guys. Right. Mm. Uh, but it doesn't look like they're pulling away at the moment. Uh, I lean to Aaron and I say, um, got any invisibility in that bag of tricks of yours, sir? <laughs> yes, always an option. We could stealth over there, see what's going on, see if we can get the jump on them, at least get an eye on who, how many are left. I, I have some AOE healing as well. Ooh, you definitely, <laughs> I, I have some, uh, some pots. Um, I don't know which one is easier to burn, or I guess we can, I don't want to burn too much time if they're just like, we should probably do this soon, right? Cause they're going to smell something if it takes too long for them to get their people. If they're just like waiting to push off. I think we have, we, we, we would have enough time to like heal one or two people, but we couldn't do like a full like hour long. Helica says that his ritual will take 10 minutes if you want to. Kind of patch your wounds. Okay. Yeah, Aaron, will you will you patch your, who who else is like destroyed? I know Urkel's pretty bad, right? I have thirty. Yeah, I, I, think I can pop a few potions. I can take a few potions because it's almost not worth it in combat anymore. Let me um, let me, just a second. I'm gonna do some um. AOE healing real quick. Alright, everyone gets 39 health. Okay. What in tarnation? Chewie. Feeling good. Um yeah, chance. I guess I guess I want to understand urgency as much as possible. Um are we able to sit here? Does it look like there's going to be some sort of like, are they going to take off? Are we like going to be, can we, do we have a few minutes to catch them off guard? Or if we wait to the ritual for the ritually finished, are we going to be okay? Or is it just a call we have to make? Um, I, I would say that like shoving off like on a boat that big would take more than 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Like I think I, I would say you guys would feel good about taking 10 to okay. catch your breath, wait for the, cast okay. the spell, and then you guys could head over. Okay. Then I'm fine with that. Fine with waiting. You guys heal up. Heleka uh, you know, finishes casting the spell. Kaveen staring off at the distance. 
some drool coming down his mouth. And you guys see the charred body of One-Eyed Amnon begin to shake. And it sits up. Its charred body has animated. And it's like head just kind of like sits there it's jaw open and then and uh Heleka says I believe we ought to have three questions before the spell goes away I would like to ask him one but I will grant you all the rest if you so wish. Sounds more than fair. Yes. Well, sir, my name is Heleka Shadeborn, tenant of the Umbral Court, servant of the Midnight Lord. I hear your name is One-Eyed Amnon. But who do you belong to? Who is your master? And do you hear the mouth just kind of croaks in a kind of gurgled sounding rough voice. It says, Scarlet Triad Lazloon. Okay. Very well. He's all yours, and Heleka takes a step back. So we have Scarlet Triad, Lazloon. Um, is it worth asking, like, what are they doing here? Where are they going? Um, Clary would like to reserve a question think? for her, but if you have an extra question, here, I want to ask. I want to ask about Akira, but I do think right. we need to ask. Like, we're getting we're getting a really interesting chance here. Well, do they do? Do the Akira question first because it might it might give us something. Might give another question that would take right, place. right. Yeah, I agree. Um, Clary is going to glance over at Halika, and she's going to walk forward. Okay. She's going to nod her head and she's going to look at the charred body, and she's going to look at look him in the eye and say. <sighs> the eye the the one eye <laughs> what do you know about an akure the weapon an akujai that was taken by the scarlet triad nothing damn it now to understand this spell i guess i'd look at um halika and say now does he does he have to tell the truth? Well, it all depends on the strength of his will. Mm. It also matters of the condition he's in. Although his body is charred, it's all in one piece, so that shouldn't go against anything. He has full motor function of his throat and mouth, so he can speak. Now, if my spell was successful, 
then he must answer truthfully. Depending on how potent it was, he has to answer to the utmost truth. But he can be cryptic and repetitive if need be. But say if his will was stronger than my spell's potency, then he could lie, Hmm. falsify information, or even refuse to answer us. It appears it was somewhat of a success, though. But who's to know? Scarlet Triad, Lasloon, these are words I do not know. Maybe ask him if he's lying. Third question. Are you lying? Don't, don't wish. Wish for more wishes. No, wish for kidding. more wishes. I know. I know. <laughs> right. Uh, as, as they're having this conversation, Clary is going to turn to Helica and say, we know something of the Scarlet Triad, and as you've helped us, we would be obligated to share that information with you, but I do believe we have one question left to ask. She's going to go to like, look to Urkel. Where is Lasloon? Yeah, where is your leader? You know, where? Or I don't necessarily want to ask like where were you take like planning on taking these slaves or like because I don't even know if that's like a necessary like we don't they're slavers probably just to the slave market right like I think we're looking for Boss Hog now and if that's in Cantargo, uh, you know, I wonder how specific he can get with us. I, I do What's think your I leader's think it greatest is. weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I do think resistances. We, resistances. Do, uh, we do have to like think about what would he know, and I do think right. he would definitely know where they're taking the slaves. He may not know where Lasloon is, because if Lasloon is a big wig, there's a good chance Lasloon has not told One Eyed Amnon where they are, where his location yeah. is, right, or her location. I'm sure. Um, okay. Um. So where? We're asking where. I guess uh, Urkel will square up to uh, one-eyed Amnon and say, these people here, those around us that you were keeping in the smokehouse, where were you planning on taking them? It's like body, or it's neck, cranes over. It's jaw kind of comes down and says, Kintago. And then it like falls to the ground lifeless. Noise. Well, well Helica, I. Besides your friend here, Kavin, would you like some company on your travels to Kintargo? That would be very nice. I have no interest in being picked off by highwaymen or taken in by slavers on the road to Kintargo. I'm the highwayman. Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> Are we wanting to check out this <laughs> boat? <laughs> maybe, but, maybe we can commandeer this vessel. Uh, we are notorious for killing anybody who tries to fuck with us on the road. <laughs> Helica, so you, you have nothing to be worried about. We will kill everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I knew you looked like bloodthirsty merc- mer- uh, mercenaries. Aaron, tell him not, about the homeless Not people. the heroes about that the I had people. heard so renowned. 
<laughs> Aaron weeps. <laughs> what what do you all? His hands. What did you say you called yourselves? The Highwaymen. Smash, smash and the boys. Yes, smash and the boys. That that's us. No, no, that's the other. We one. can't keep lying to people. What is what is? I mean, <clears throat> the Lords of the Breach and also the Jazz the Calari- Calarian the Breach boys. Executioners. <laughs> the Aladdin boys. Executioners. We're the Jazz Cats of the Breach. <laughs> Dude, I do love our. It's like it depends on where we're at in Galarian. Over here, they call us the Executioners of Aladdin. <laughs> Yeah, well, and the which is much more and the Mwangi, yeah, and the Mwangi, you're referred to as the uh, the Jaguar tribe. We're just gonna be like uh, a lot like, of AKs. Uh, in like Lord of the Rings when Gandalf is like says his name, he's like and so and so to the and right to the elves and right. That's just gonna that's just gonna be that's us. us. You call us whatever we want, and our followers are the wrong. dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> with two O's. I still love that. I still love that. I do love that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I love it Lepin, so much. Lepin Dietz comes over and says, <clears throat> Lepin well, Dietz what? <laughs> well, if you're done talking to the dead, uh, I have just heard that our town's spiritual leader, I find her name, Damn it, I always forget our leader's name. She's like the most important person here. I think it was uh, uh, Sugma or something like that. Sugma D's, of no, course. No, that's my cousin. Ah, Sugon D's. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Zarelia. Our spiritual leader and village chieftain, Zarelia. She is one of the many who were taken and imprisoned on the boat. Ah, of course. My people here, we must recover, but we we would be in your utmost debt if you could also horrifically murder and burn <laughs> the other slavers on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of round two action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... <laughs> uh, all around pieces of trash, and I think I can do that with no remorse. Look, mm. everyone, I know that the amount of money we could get for a boat in Kintago is, just a quick maths in my head, quite a bit. How about we go take a new boat? Get a new boat? Kintago's on the coast, right? Or is it landlocked? It is, no, can, uh... Yeah, I'll just tell you. Cantargo is like a big port city. Like a port city? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're taking this boat. Aaron, we need invisibility. <laughs> Larry puts her hand on Lepin's shoulder, looks him in the eye and say, your name must, your name is kind of sus, Lepin. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but <laughs> don't you worry. We will, we'll, fuck. <laughs> Is this you'll, a good you'll old what? You what? It's we'll, a good old fashioned hero. We will take. Oh, we, I'm breaking character him. voice. My character voice isn't even that different from my normal voice. Who are we fucking kidding? It's 100 episodes in. And if you haven't realized that, then you can go to fucking jail. <laughs> um, Wait, Ronnie, you're gonna ruin the magic. <laughs> I know I'm ruining the magic, but I'm eating mini corn dogs in hot barbecue right now. I don't really care about anything else. <laughs> so much to cut here. 
We're <laughs> professionals. <laughs> Sorry. I'm rewind. Rewind. Magic. Rewind. Lepin, don't worry. We'll take care of it. <laughs> That's it? That's all you had to say? That's, all I, That's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I I I thought that was nice. I, I think after was. 100 episodes, we could be professional about this. I would nice. say we understand that freeing your people is the number one step into recovery in your small town here. We'll do everything we can. Please do not snort, Darren. Please do not snort. <laughs> I have a 401k. You're boring. <laughs> You're boring. <laughs> I, I too will accompany you. It says ah, Halaka. Levi, oh. follow us. And Kevin, you can take the lead. And Kevin just kind of lumbers for, down the down the you know gravel road. And just Kevin. says, Kevin. <laughs> oh, we're following. We're following that one. All right. I guess we're going. All right. Yep. Uh, no, he's, he's walking. Yep. Yep. He's a little bit faster than he should. Wow. He can move. He's got, wow. He's got a huge try. Larry's going to whisper to uh, Aaron as they're walking. And she's going to say, Hey, um, Aaron. What? Oh, <laughs> you have a secret? <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> we're running. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, we're all counting on you. <laughs> we're, all, we're all counting on you, Aaron. That is so much better than whatever shit I was going to say. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. Read the script. The whole team's counting on you, Aaron. The big game's this weekend. Aaron says... Lead us to victory. Aaron says, I know. <laughs> looks down at the ground as you all head towards the dock of the small town chasing after Kavin and his abnormally large strides we are going to pan over to the boat for the scarlet triad we see a small group of blood boars more scarlet triad thugs the large silhouette of some type of demonic being at the helm of the ship <gasps> we're going That's to right. fade to black end of this episode amazing it's dude. talk on i knew that bastard was getting it's into talk slavery. on